To Jeremiah from the Lord saying arise and go down to the potter's house and there I will cause you to hear my words mm -hmm. then I went down to the potter's house and there he was making something at the wheel mm -hmm. verse 4 and the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter so he made it again mm -hmm. into another vessel mm -hmm. as it seemed good to the potter to make. Mm -hmm. Amen. I'm going to use for a subject this morning, mm -hmm. extreme makeover. All right. <laughs> extreme makeover. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I Thank you right now for this opportunity, Father, to be here amongst your people. Mm -hmm. Father, I pray, Lord, that you will use me in a mighty way. Speak to me and speak through me. Make us all on one accord that we can experience something great here today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 First, before I move on, I want to acknowledge the... Pastor, Pastor Dobbins, 
First Lady Dobbins, to all of the deacons and officers of this church, I greet you by way of Jesus Christ. Um, I'm from Berean Baptist Church, for those who might not know, but to me, this is like my, my second home. You know what I'm saying? To me, when we come down here, it's like going to going to our cousin house or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just want to give it up to the to the singers too. Then they sing with power. Oh, they sung so powerfully today. Oh, boy, them, them sisters and brothers were singing, wasn't they? My man Walter on the piano and my man on the drums and the percussionist, boy, y'all. Boy, y'all was doing y'all thing today. For real. <laughs> Amen. Let's get into this. Extreme makeover. Um, there was a some years ago a, a popular TV show. And it was called Extreme Makeover. And the one I liked was the home edition, right? And what they would do is they would um, identify a family um, that may have been in need, uh, and they would uh, they would ask that family if they could come in and make over their house. Now, one of the key things about the show was that you never saw them completely tear down the house and start from the ground up. They always took and worked with what was already there. They always worked with what was already there. And what was there, it may have been damaged in some kind of way. It may have been a little bit, uh, some, some holes in the wall or, or the roof was kind of falling apart or, or things like that, but the frame of the house was still intact. And so they would go into those homes and, and they would begin to gut those homes out. They would begin from the inside and work their way out. One of my favorite shows of all time got, got kind of hooked on it there for a while because it was interesting to see them as they went through this process. They would tear up the floors, they would tear up the walls, they might knock walls down, they, may, uh, uh, they, they would paint, they would run new plumbing, they would run new electric through the house. And when they were all finished, um, and mind you, they would send the family away. So the family never really got to see the process. They knew that their house was undergoing renovations, but they never got to see the, the process of how it gets to the finished product. And they would bring the family back and they would blindfold them and, 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 and then they would take the blindfolds off and say, look, and, and the family would go crazy. And they'd be hollering and screaming and crying and, because their home that they were used to had went through a change. And it went through some improvements. 
It didn't decline, it improved. And this same process can be seen in our text today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The potter and the clay. Yes, sir. <laughs> now, I'm going to work this thing because it's a lot to unpack in this text. So I'm going to work from verse 4 and then I'm going to work backwards to get to verse number 1. Okay? If that makes sense. So there's three things that I want to bring out in this text or I want to talk about. Three, uh, we'll just say main characters, okay? I want to talk about the clay and then I'm going to talk about the wheel and then I'm going to talk about the potter. Starting with the clay, verse number four. And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. I'm going to pause right there for a, a second and talk about the clay. Now, if you look the word clay up in, in the Hebrew dictionary, the Hebrew word for clay means a bubbling up of earth or mud. And what I want, want us to, to notice is that he said, and the vessel that he made of clay. So there is a process between clay and vessel. I want to establish that there is a difference between clay and the, and the vessel. Yes, the vessel was made of clay. Mm -hmm. So in order for clay to become a vessel, mm -hmm. there is a process that has to be applied for that to happen. Mm -hmm. Do y'all follow me? Yes, and I want to talk about that process a little bit. Now, I want us to notice that the clay, before it's a vessel, a clay is of no use. It's just a lump or a heap of mud. Y'all follow me, just stick with me. I'm going somewhere with this. The clay is of no use until someone comes along and takes the clay and begins to form and shape it and give it a purpose. We know that uh, from our studies of Genesis that God, when he first formed man, it says he formed him from the dust of the earth. Uh, Y'all don't hear me. Uh, see, God looked out on nothing and he began to form something out of nothing. See, in our relationship with God, we are this clay because God's grace, 
he was able to look out on nothing. <laughs> and he began a work in us for us to become something. Because if you really know yourself, come on somebody, if you really know who you are, you understand that you are nothing without God working in your life. Before I met God, before I had a relationship with him, my life was a clay life. It was a life of nothingness. It was a life of uselessness. But God saw something in me and he had enough love in his heart that he was, he wanted to do a work on me. The clay, the clay ain't nothing without a purpose. The clay in its natural state is without form and without purpose. Now, a vessel, the Hebrew word for vessel means something prepared or an apparatus. In other words, a vessel has been shaped and formed for a specific task. The vessel was made of clay. The, the vessel was made of this lump of mud that was without a purpose. Now, that process between going from clay to vessel is an interesting one. Yes, sir. Yes. I was, as I was doing research, Pastor Dobbins, yes, there's, a, there's different techniques for a potter to make a vessel. One of the techniques that the potter uses, they call it a throwing technique. And that's when the potter takes the clay and he puts it on the wheel. And he begins to work that clay. He begins to add water to that clay. And the reason that he has to add water to the clay is because the clay becomes hard. When clay sits out and, it, it, and, and the air begins to, to get to the clay, it hardens or it stiffens the clay. So it's hard for the potter to mold and shape the clay because the clay is hard and dry. See, see before we had that relationship with God, our lives was hard and dry. I've been there before because before I had that relationship with Jesus, people said that I might have been dry or people could have said that I was hard because that's the persona that I wanted people to think I'm hard, I'm tough. So what I'm really saying is that I'm dry and, and my life needs a little bit of water or some moisture in order for those hard rough edges to be smoothed out see God adds water to your life he adds water when you start uh, 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 when you have that relationship with God and you begin to to trust God and, and y'all just y'all going uh, uh, I like to say y'all going steady and, and when you going steady with God he begins to add some moisture 
to your dryness. Because some of us got some dry spirits. But see, God takes what he has and he works with it. He takes what's already there and he works with that. See, God don't want to make us into something totally different. He wants to work with what's already there. <laughs> now, it says that uh, the potter, the clay was marred in the hand of the potter. That word marred means ruined. That means that it had been corrupted. See, when God first formed man, man was perfect. And then Adam and Eve, they disobeyed God and, and, and they sinned in front of God and they committed that sin. And, 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 and what happened to the clay or what happened to mankind? was that sin entered into the world and it corrupted the good thing that God had made. Does that make sense? So in other words, the clay was corrupted in the hands of the potter. And then so he says, so he made it again, made it again. See, you see the grace of God through the text because he made it again. See, he could have just thrown the, 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 the clay to the side and said that clay is corrupted, that clay is hard and it's dry. I don't want nothing to do with that clay. It won't cooperate with me. It, it, won't, it won't mold the way I want it to mold. It won't shape into what I want it to be shaped into. So I'm through with that clay. But thank God that he ain't like man because God said, no, I'm not going to just throw the clay to the side, but I'm going to take that same clay and I'm going to add some water. I'm going to add some moisture and I'm going to begin to shape that clay. I'm again, I'm going to make it again as it seemed good to the potter to make. The potter. Take, in, in, in that hand, he had that clay. And it, it, it encourages us to know that God has us in his hand. In other words, what God was trying to tell Israel by way of the prophet Jeremiah is that I have you in my hand. You, you, you done tried to walk away from me. You done built up idols uh, and you done carved out images and you done started to worship and praise other gods. But God is saying, I still got you in my hand, even though you done turned your back on me, even though you done portrayed me, Israel, I still got you in my hand. I'm still willing. I'm still able to turn things around. If you just start trusting me, if you just start listening to me, I can turn things around. Yeah, 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 yeah. He made it again. 
Now, I'm gonna. Now that's the clay. Hard, dry. Hard to shape. Hard to mold. Hard to do anything with. The clay is a useless material until somebody gives it a purpose. Now, verse number three, it says, Then I went down to the potter's house, and there he was making something at the wheel. Now, I want to deal with that throwing technique that I was talking about just a minute ago. And if you look at this technique, now, first of all, let me give a description of the wheel. The wheel is a horizontal disc. Okay, and and it has a it's set up on a little table. Okay, it's a device, and it has a little pedal underneath it. And every time the potter presses his foot down on the pedal, it spins. It begins to rotate. What that does is it allows the 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 potter to get every side of the vessel that he's creating. It allows it allows the, the potter to get his hands all the way around that clay. So in other words, uh, uh, the clay ain't just getting worked on one side, but it's getting a total rework all the way around. See, because it had been marred or there, it, it had been corrupted all the way around. Just not one side of it was corrupted, but the whole thing was corrupted. So, so that device that they call a potter's wheel allows the potter to get all sides of the clay. Y'all follow me? Do that make sense? <laughs> and he said he was making something at the wheel. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, that wheel, he's spinning that clay. And, and that process of throwing, he, the potter adds water. Now, the other thing is, is that that potter is squeezing that clay. He's squeezing that clay. See, the process of going from clay to vessel is not a, 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 a easy process. It's not going to feel good. Yes, yeah. Turn to the person next to you and say, I'm in process. <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's not going to feel good, Pastor Dobbins. When God puts his hands on you, it's not going to be as pleasurable as you may think. It's not going to feel good when God is squeezing you, when God is shaping you, when God is molding you. It's not going to be a feel-good process. There's going to be some pain that you're going to have to go through. When I think about that TV show and I think about how they came in and they would gut that house. I mean, they would take everything out the house. They would take the stove out. They would take the countertops out. They would take the cabinetry down. See, this process of going from clay to vessel is going to hurt a little bit, y'all. And, and, and see, God don't care about how you feel. 
See, he don't care about how you, how you feel. He's just going to continue to shape and mold you. And you may not understand why you're going through what you're going through. What you're going through is a process. God is trying to take you from one level to the next level. And see, in order to get to the next level, you're going to have to meet some challenges. There's going to be some shaping going on in your life. Then I went down to the potter's house. He was making something at the wheel. See, God is always working in your life. Because see, that part of the text is in what we call the present tense. In other words, it is a continuous action. See, he was making something at the wheel. In other words, he is continuous. It's an everyday thing. God is continuously working on us at all times. We never come off that wheel. Y'all don't hear me. We never come off of the wheel because God is constantly shaping and molding us into what he wants us to be and the vessel then I went down he was making something at the wheel that wheel and see God had, and see that process he applies that pressure to the clay See, sometimes you might feel pressure in your life. And what that is, is God is taking and putting his hands on you. And he's molding and squeezing you. It hurts. It's painful. It's not a happy thing to go through. But I heard somebody say one day that without any pain, there won't be any gain, no pain, no gain. See, God is renovating your life. He's restoring you to what you once was. Good God from glory. See, it reminds me of a time in my life when I had to go back to the house. See, I had got there out there on my own. I was 23 years old. I thought I had it all figured out. I told my mama and I told my daddy, I ain't living here no more. I'm going to go and get my own. So they said, go ahead, brother Ronnie. We don't care. <laughs> go ahead and take yourself on somewhere. So I got my bags and I walked out the door, went and got me an apartment. But see, what I didn't realize is that God was getting ready to put the squeeze on my life. I ended up getting laid off from a job that I had. So I had to, to come back uh, 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 to the house uh, I had to go back to mama and daddy uh, see and I showed up uh, on the front door uh, knocked on the door uh, 
my head was hanging down because I was marred or I was corrupted or I was ruined in the hand of the potter. So I had to go back to the house and daddy opened up the door. Now the good thing about having a good father is that a good father never turns his back on his children. So my daddy said, come on in, son. I know you've been going through it. Come on in, son. See, your spirit has been broken. See, your vessel has been all messed up. And see, I'm a bring you on in and I'm going to throw some water on you because you look dry. See, sometimes you got to go back to the potter's house and see the one thing I'm getting ready to close that I want to point out to you. See, we done dealt with the clay. We done dealt with the wheel. But see, if those two things can't work unless they have a, a potter. See, because the potter controls the clay. See, the potter determines what the clay is going to be. See, the clay ain't nothing without the potter. And see, the potter deals with the clay, but he also deals with the wheel. See, if it ain't nobody stepping on that pedal, making that wheel spin, making that wheel rotate, then the wheel ain't good for nothing. See, in other words, sometimes you got to go to the potter's house where things, God got things in place to fix whatever's wrong with your life.
like them that Potter's house, repairing folk, cause it's a lot of damaged folk out here. It's a lot of damn, we see it every day, don't we? That little boy down there in Florida, a damaged person. A damaged person. All these people that's shooting up these schools, they damaged. They broken people. They need to be in the house. They need to be in the house. Extreme makeover. That's what we need in this country today. We need an extreme makeover. You got whites hating blacks. You got Muslims hating Christians. You got all this mess. See, man done ruined what God made perfection. But God is telling me to tell you today that he's gonna restore. He gonna restore. He coming back. He's coming back. He gonna set it right, y'all. Just hold on. Stay on the wheel. Stay on the wheel. Allow God to mold you. I know it hurt. I know it don't feel good. But allow him to mold you. Allow him to shape you. Stay on that wheel. Stay on that wheel, y'all. God is good. God is good. Amen. That's my time. That's enough. That's enough.